Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second guess yourself? That can be crazy making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity. I'm so glad you're here. It's always a pleasure to help you see some of the finer points and the kind of underbelly of the hijackal behavior that allows us to get insight into what we may be putting up with or to get clarity around what we're experiencing and to decide whether or not that's okay with us. And I hope most of it isn't. Not all of you can leave. I know it's not possible for everybody. Uh, However, it is possible to get these insights. It is possible to make different decisions. It is possible to get better skills and strategies. So that's why I do the show. And I hope that you are acquiring some of those skills and trying them out and that your life is improving and you're feeling more empowered, which is the whole point of Save Your Sanity Strategies. So if you're enjoying the podcast, I hope that you'll become a Patreon at patreon.com slash save your sanity. You can pledge a dollar or two or five or 10 a month just to show support for the show. And if you're gaining value from it and it's helping you, I hope you'll do that. Patreon.com slash save your sanity. And you know, you can always find and the show at SaveYourSanityPodcast.com. It's always available there or where you like to get and download your podcasts. So today we're going to be talking about narcissist faux apologies. And you know exactly what I mean if you're with a hijackal, because we need to know how to stop being hooked into believing hijackals will change. And we tend to want to believe their faux apologies. They're not real. They're pretend. They don't come with intent to change. You know, people ask me all the time, well, should I believe them? And the answer is no. What you believe is behavior. An apology from any human on the planet is only as good as the person not doing what they apologized for again. Clearly, if they do it again, they are not sorry. Now, sure, they may do it again and go, oh, I'm sorry, I promise not to do that. That's great. That shows that they're aware, they're conscious, they're alert, they're alive, and they want to change. But if they just go back to their regular thing and decide they're just going to apologize again if it bothers you, you know that it was a faux apology. And the thing with faux apologies are that they are an intent to hide. They want they want to have you um, have you recognize that oh yes I'm being upfront with you, but the actual thing is not true at all. They are actually um, 
just wanting to hook you in emotionally. And that's their intent. Like, oh, he or she got upset when I did that. So that's not good. I mean, I like it when they get upset because it means I had power over them and I could make them upset. There's that piece of the hijackal lack of log logic, but they also realize that they're at risk for losing their supply. So they think they should do something. They really should do something. And that intent to uh, hook you in emotionally at whatever level, making you upset, noticing that you're upset, saying that they may recognize that you're upset, which usually is what um, what comes up to be a phopology. So there actually is a definition of this word, pretty new word, but there's a definition. And a phopology is a nominal apology, which seems to express contrition, but does not actually acknowledge any wrongdoing. So it kind of conveys that they see there's something they should be sorry for, but they never acknowledge what they did or that they're sorry for it. And that's what we're discussing today, the faux-pology. And that's important to recognize because you want to believe it's an apology. You want to believe that there's some hope in this relationship. You want to believe that something will change, in particular, the behavior that just upset you. You want to believe that someone cares, your partner, your parent, whomever it is that gave you the faux apology. You want them to care, and you hope that they're demonstrating that they do. But there's a problem, you see, because they don't have any empathy. So therefore, they don't see any need for forgiveness. And they're not emotionally involved with this. This is a game. This is a cat and mouse situation. This is a playing with the cat toy situation. What happens when I bash it this way? What happens when I bash it this way? What happens when I ignore it for a while? What happens when I beat the daylights out of it? It's that kind of situation. So they really don't see any reason to seek forgiveness because they honestly don't have any empathy to see why you would possibly be upset and worse, why they should care about it. Oh, I'm sure that's sounding familiar to you and I'm so sorry that it is, but that's what happens. So what is a faux-pology attempting to do? It's a pathetic attempt to hook you back in to say, oh, I need to engage you. I need to move a little closer to you. I need to do something. So I'm, I'm going to prevent my own loss. That's really what's going on. And hijackers believe they have a right to everything that they want. They believe they have a right to be superior. They believe they have a right to see themselves as flawless. And so seeking forgiveness requires empathy and to see beyond their own self self-interest, and they're not going to do that, and they're not going to take responsibility for their behavior, they're not going to be accountable for their behavior, they're just not, but they're going to kind of give you the impression that they just might have a clue, but the clue they have is, how little can I do to not lose this person but not give in to this person? Because a faux apology is intended to manipulate and control. 
Ah, let me see what happens when I do this. Oh, how little did I have to say before he or she bought it. Oh, great. Dodge a bullet. On to the next thing I want. On to the next way of being that suits me. And so it becomes a big sorry, not sorry. Have you had that feeling that that's what it really is? You know, they don't want to lose their love supply. They don't want to lose you trying to please them. They don't want to lose you doing everything for them in a hope to make them happy. And you know, you can't make them happy because every time they tell you what will make them happy, they move the markers when you do it, right? They said that's absolutely what they want. You do absolutely what they said they want and they tell you it's not enough or they want something different or they never wanted that at all. And why did you ever think that? Now, one of the things that they will do is that they will make what what are kind of reparative gestures. Maybe they screw up big time. And so they recognize it. They can't say they're sorry. They don't want to bring attention to what they did. So what do they do? Oh, they bring flowers. They make a dinner reservation. They tell you they're going to take you somewhere you've always wanted to go. And maybe they'll do something for you. Take out the garbage and they don't usually. Um, something menial. But anything to make you happy for a moment that costs them as little as possible in terms of time, energy, or emotional content. That's what they do. Now, what do these apologies sound like? Well, they are super passive aggressive. You know, passive aggressive means I'm not going to say what I really think, but I'm going to give you the idea that I know what you want and that I may give it to you. That's passive aggressive. I've done lots of shows on passive aggression. I've done them on YouTube. I've done them on the podcast. So if you think you're experiencing that or you want to know, you can also go to PassiveAggressiveChecklist.com. That's one of my website checklists. And you can take the test and find out if you're dealing with passive aggression because you really do want to know that. It's important to know. And full apologies are passive aggressive. So what does that sound like? Hmm. How about this? I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry if that hurts you, but I was just trying to. <laughs> I'm sorry you took it that way. That's not the way I meant it. I'm so sorry you were angry at me. Oh, doesn't that just make your blood boil? I hope so. Because those are passive aggressive. I'm sorry you feel that way. Oh, that's the hijackal taking no responsibility for doing anything that might have you respond by feeling that way. Oh no, I'm just sorry you feel that way. Or I'm sorry that hurts you, but. So I'm sorry that you took it in that way, but I had a good reason for doing it and I'm not apologizing. Or sorry that you took it that way and you could have had another way of taking it that's the inference that if you were more together if you were less demanding if you were more patient you could have taken it differently but you didn't 
you took it that way, right? So they'll say things like that to you or that, you know, sorry that you were angry with me is just so backhanded, isn't it? I'm sorry you were angry with me. Like you were the one with the angry feelings. I did nothing. I was just sitting over here being perfect and flawless and you got angry. Oh, that is so awful. And that's when you really realize that faux, faux apologies are part of the abuse cycle. You get that? They're really part of the abuse cycle. And it's important to recognize that because the cycle means you get hurt and you express that hurt. And then they dismiss your hurt or tell you you're foolish for feeling that way or tell you that you misinterpreted them, you didn't, and that they they never intended to hurt you. They did, but they wanted to see if they could get away with it. And then you get sucked back in again on the hope that they are sorry. And and they they you've got you've given them some sympathy and you're hooked on the hope that maybe maybe that person I fell in love with, that person who love bombed me, is the real person and they're coming back. Now, I've done shows about that. Don't get hooked on hope that the person you fell in love with initially is coming back. That is not the real person. That was an act. That was the chameleon doing what he or she needed to do to get you to think they were wonderful and on the same wavelength with you. That was manipulative. That's a sham. It doesn't exist. That person isn't coming back clear enough. I hope so. And how is it part of the abuse cycle? Well, you believe the hijackal means it because you really want to. Because you would have to, if you didn't believe it, you would then have to take yourself on a thought pattern and a feeling pattern of this is not all right with me. And that would require some action. And maybe you're so exhausted right now that the idea of action is almost too much. And that's what with my clients that I do so much is that help you to see, to recognize all that's going on in this toxicity, and then be able to get clarity and make decisions about it. And if at any time that you want to work with me, you can find me at beaclient.com. It's really simple. And I do offer a, a one hour full session for $97 to new clients so we can get acquainted and solve a thing or two. So very important. But faux apologies are part of this abuse cycle. And you don't want to make a decision maybe, but you know you need to. So let's just talk about how hijackals really are, <laughs> okay? They're not sorry. That's how they really are. They're not sorry at all. What they're sorry about is they didn't get away with the behavior, but they're not sorry you're upset because that demonstrates to them how much power they have over you. They can upset you. They can make you cry. They can make you frustrated. They can make you ill. They never take responsibility for that either. And it's part of the abuse cycle because it will happen again and again and again and again. Think for a minute. How many times have you already heard a faux apology? Got enough fingers and toes? Probably not. 
So it will happen over and over again because they don't see anything wrong with their behavior. So even though they're not really, really apologizing, if they get you hooked into believing that they might, it buys them some time. They can continue to do whatever they want to do. Yeah, they may straighten up for a hot minute because they're afraid of losing their supply. You know, it's much easier to keep the supply you have around than it is to go and find new. So they get kind of upset at the idea of having to go hunting, even though that, that's attractive to them. It comes with a risk. And they're kind of risk adverse in that way, that they want to keep as much supply as possible. And at the moment, you're it. Now, how, how, how hijackles really are is they're not going to change. And things will not get better. Now, yes, occasionally I'll work with a couple and we'll find out that the person that we're, we're thinking may have hijackle tendencies does have a hijackle tendency or two, but does not qualify as a full-blown hijackle. They've just got a few things and they're sincerely wanting to change them. But that's about 3% of the people that I've worked with. They'll say they want to change it. They'll pretend they want to change it but they don't want to change it. And that's important to know because these apologies that come in a passive aggressive fashion are really just so they can tell you later that they've apologized to you before. How many times do I have to apologize for the same thing? Do you see what a crazy making statement that is? How many times do I have to apologize for the same thing? Well, if you had really meant the apology uh, in the first place, you would have changed it. <laughs> You're clearly telling me um, that you have no intention of changing it, right? That's what they're telling you, but they think that they're using that to blame you. And you have to wake up and smell the herbal tea there because if they say to you, how many times do I have to apologize for the same thing? Well, how many times do we have to have this conversation? How many times are you going to get your knickers in a twist about that? Well, every time you do it until I wake up and realize that you have no intention of changing. And when I wake up, wake up and realize you have no intention of changing, then I'm going to get on with it. Because all the hijackal wants is off the hook. So he or she doesn't have to be bothered by you. They can go about their own business being how they are and get that messy bit over with. And that is all it is to them, a messy bit. And they just want it over so they can go about their allaboutme.com world. It's really something to notice, isn't it? It's really something to come to grips with and say to yourself, yeah, that really is what's happening. Because a faux apology to a hijackal is just a get out of jail free card. It's just something, okay, whew, dodged a bullet this time. And you really need to be listening to that because faux apologies can deepen the trauma bond. So they hurt you. And then they pretend to apologize and you rush over to them like, oh, and especially if they're a covert hijackal, they'll say things like, oh, I can never get it right. Oh, it's always my fault. And pretty soon you 
The one who's been hurt by their behavior is trying to make them feel better. And that's how it deepens the trauma bond. Do you see that? So very, very important to recognize that it again traps you in that cycle of abuse. And you don't want to be there. These faux apologies deepen the trauma bond. They hurt you. Then they pretend to apologize. You so want to believe them that you go the extra mile for them. They think they've got you hooked and then they hurt you again. That's the trauma bond. And know one thing really, really for sure. Hijackals are not operating on the same values and wavelengths you are. People with relatively healthy value systems and ways of functioning in the world care what other people think, have reciprocal relationships. You know, I'm always talking about episode 115, the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship. Healthy relationships have equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. Hijackal relationships don't. In fact, they have the opposite. So it's very important to recognize this trauma bond thing and to recognize hijackals are not like you. They're not thinking what you're thinking. They're not feeling what you're feeling. They don't have the intentions you have. They don't have the goals you have for the relationship. And they are not in it with you to create a we that is healthy, equitable, reciprocal, and mutual. They are in it to get as much as they can by doing as little. So you also need to recognize that hijackal apologies are not the same as yours. They don't run on the same rules of life as you, so their, their apologies are not like other people's. They don't mean that I regret what I did and I feel bad that I hurt you. No, no, no. They don't regret what they did and they don't feel bad that they hurt you. They regret being caught and they're sorry they have to waste their time in this faux apology. That's what's really going on there. So their rules are not the same as yours. They are not thinking the same thing. They're not wanting the same thing. They're not going in the same direction you hope that they are. They're simply not. And I know I hate being the bearer of bad news, but it's just the same. No, know these things so you know why the apology is so unsatisfying over and over and over again because it is right you never feel like they really apologized and after they've sucked you into the faux apology you're going well that really doesn't feel very good what really happened you know sometimes a faux apology will do the hijackal twist and somehow the apology will end up with the original event being your fault. There you go. There is the true matter of the faux apology. So do not get hooked on hope that they mean what they say when they're apologizing. As I said, they only are sorry they got caught. They're sorry they have to waste the time in any conversation that uh, allows them to have to think of some way to say the words that will probably make you stop behaving the way you are, which is not speaking to them or unhappy or crying or whatever. What's the minimum they can possibly do? 
And don't get hooked on hope that that love bombing person you met in the beginning and fell in love with is coming back. Because remember what I said, that person doesn't exist. They put on a show of that kind for every new person that they meet. They figure out what the person wants, what the person needs, what'll trap them the fast, what'll hook them on hope, and they run with that. I know. It's a horrible thing to realize you've been duped. It's a horrible thing to realize you've been sucked in and hooked by a hijack cult. I know that. It's happened to me. Why do I do this work? I don't want it to happen to anybody else. And if it is happening to anybody else, I want to help them see it as soon as possible. So I hope this has been helpful to you. You know, if you want to work with me, as I said earlier, you can go to beaclient.com. And I'm always there for you lots and lots of episodes of my YouTube channel. So go to youtube.com slash for relationship help. And of course, the name of my website is for relationship help. And so you can certainly find me there. You can find the podcast there. You can find the blog there. You can find my books and e-courses. I even have one called Seeing the Cycles how you can recognize toxic manipulative relationships and what to do about them. So much for you. So my request is that you take very good care of yourself. If this has been an episode that caused you to say, oh, I really do have to believe that these are full apologies. I'm sorry that it's going to cause you a little pain, and it may cause you to be afraid of loss. But you know what? Things get better later when you recognize these things. And yes, it's hard. I know it's hard. But I'll walk with you. Come on over, beaclient.com. But it is difficult. There's no easy path away from a hijackal because you take all your feelings with you. But I can help you take that journey. And I'm happy to do that. And until we talk again, be very good to yourself. You're precious, you matter, and you deserve to get real apologies so that you can create a real, reciprocal, equal, mutual relationship. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon. Thank you.